Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. Hope you had a good week. I actually had one of my most favorite Thanksgivings in recent memory, and most of it probably had to do with the fact that my niece turned one and she is so funny. Like She has a sense of humor, even though she can't talk yet and she can't walk yet. I don't know. She just does the most hilarious stuff, and um, then she laughs at herself. So we definitely know she's a slutsker. <laughs> um, also, on the flight to Minneapolis, I had a fantastic flight attendant. I believe his name was Derek, and I fly with Stasi. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, what's your dog's name? She's so cute." And I said, "Stasi." And he looks at me, and he's like, "Like?" And I said, "Yeah, Stasi Schroeder, Vanderpump Rules." pre-cancellation. <laughs> he was laughing. And then he's like, do you watch Housewives also? And I was like, oh, do I ever? <laughs> so Derek, if you are listening, because I told you about my podcast, please DM me. I would love to have you on the podcast. We it was just it was so fun. Um, also, this week, a friend and I decided to go to View, which is the bar and restaurant at the top of the Hotel Washington, where Chris Bassett was the general manager. This is the place where he um, responded to Ashley Darby's story, being like, you should have come to The View. Um, so we went to The View, and Chris actually doesn't work there anymore. It turns out he left in August, and I believe he is a private chef now. So anyone in the D.C. area, if you're looking for a private chef, you should reach out to him. But it was a really great venue, and it's so fun to be able to see the whole city, especially with Christmas lights and being able to see the National Christmas tree on the ellipse and to see the White House from there and all the monuments. It was great. So if you live in the D.C. area, um, recommend going there. They have nice drinks and snacks and stuff like that. All right. So while I was away on Thanksgiving, I finally caught up on Family Karma. And again, I just find this so joyous. I love it. Amrit and Nicholas, I think, are my favorite Bravo Liberty couple, like, ever. I just love them. And I felt like a proud mama when Amrit made partner at his law firm. I was like, yes, like, this is amazing. And I don't know. They're also just good reality stars. They're fun to watch. I like the fact that they're friends, but also their parents are friends. There's just this like kind of in, I don't know, this community dynamic that feels very familiar, even though I'm not Indian. Um, you know, everyone's in each other's business and, but there's a lot of love and I really enjoy it. Now, one thing I um, am not enjoying is Anisha. So she used to be a favorite of mine on the show because I thought she was sarcastic and funny. I identified with her as someone in their mid to late 30s who is still single, who wants to find a partner. But how she's going about it is a little bit weird to me. If you are a reality TV star and you want to be on the show, but you have a partner that is private that you want to protect, 
I understand that, but then maybe step away from the show because now she doesn't even live there and she keeps flying back to film. And I know that Amrit and Nicholas did that for a little bit when they were living in Chicago, but something feels weird about this. And it's like, I don't know, both Anisha and Monica's relationships, it feels like their male partner has the upper hand and gets to kind of dictate everything in the relationship. So for Monica and and Rishi, it's like Rishi kind of sets the tone for the relationship and how fast things are moving. If he doesn't want to have a conversation about marriage, then they're not going to have that conversation. And she just... I guess, gets quiet. And I think she's been asking these questions for a while. And I wish she would just be like, listen, we need to have this conversation. If I don't get the answers that I deserve, then, you know, I don't think we're the right match for each other. Not just because I want to get married and you're not ready, but because we can't have hard conversations because you just decide when we don't. And for Anisha, it just feels like, okay, so she moved to Arizona But why did she have to do it at the specific time she did? And what does her moving to Arizona and being in a relationship have to do with her inability to be good friends to Vishal and Risha and, you know, RSVP for their wedding? I don't know. It just all rings kind of weird to me. And I don't like when people kind of fall all over themselves for a partner because they think it's better to be with that person than to be alone. It just doesn't feel like they're with someone that appreciates them. Now, we've not met Anisha's boyfriend. We know nothing about him, but I just don't like the sound of any of that. Now, speaking of couples, I also have gotten caught up on Winter House, and wow, the animosity coming towards Lindsay Hubbard is extreme. And I can see how people may not like her, and I can see maybe how she's not a particularly good friend to some of the other women in the house, or maybe to Danielle. We may end up seeing that this um, coming uh, Summer House uh, Season 7, I think it is. But the animosity towards her and Carl as a couple, and the hypocrisy that all these other couples have kind of judging them. I mean, Kyle and Amanda, I believe, shouldn't be judging things given their history. Uh, Craig and, you know, Paige, everyone has pointed out that Paige was also messing around with Andrea and Craig was with Naomi as they were dating and figuring things out. So I think this whole thing with Austin is people are trying to make it into a bigger deal, I think, than it needs to be. And the fact that no one's actually able to come out and tell her, hey, this is the thing that everyone is saying. I know that Luke did, but he didn't have the full story. He wasn't talking about, oh, Lindsay touched Austin's like junk while they were eating McDonald's. I don't know. The whole thing is just weird. The only person that seems to be genuinely concerned is Kyle. And I think he's the only person that made a really good point, which is, Lindsay and Carl, it wasn't great that first month that they got together. She was drinking and he didn't like how she behaved when she was drinking. And it probably was triggering for him to be around someone who is drinking heavily. And he confronted her about it and she decided to quit both in solidarity to him, but also as time went on, she felt better being sober. And He's worried, like, what if she starts drinking again? What would that mean for their relationship? Because 
it's progressed because both of them have been sober. And I think that was a really good point. But again, I just don't know why more people aren't happy that they have each other, even if they're annoying, and even if Lindsay may not be the best friend. I just, um, I don't quite get it. I also didn't really understand what Jason was trying to get at. I thought the conversation that he was going to have with Lindsay was going to be very different, more about like you didn't really talk about how this impacted me or you didn't let me have a voice. That's actually ended up not being true. Jason filmed with Lindsay for last season of Summer House. She came out and said it and the scene got cut, but he filmed with her. So he knew that at some point this was going to come out on the show. So was he asking her, hey, could you give me a heads up when the show that you're on is going to air? Or like what? It was just very odd to me. He knew it was going to come out. Why could he not figure it out for himself when it was going to air? And did he think that this wasn't as a big of a storyline that it didn't, it wouldn't like hit the tabloids. I, I I don't really get where he's coming from. And the idea that it was upsetting to him because some of his relatives heard at, heard about the miscarriage from the media rather than from him, that's a him problem. He should have talked to his relatives about it. He knew that it was going to come out on the show. This also, there was like at least eight months in between when the miscarriage happened and when Summer House aired. So at some point in those eight months, did he not talk to his relatives and kind of prep them and let them know that this was coming and this is something that happened to him? I felt like he was trying to put the blame on Lindsay, and I I don't really think that made a whole lot of sense um, because the whole his whole premise was you should have given me a heads up, but that, I don't know, he had a heads up, but it was very weird to me. Anyway, um, I had such a pleasure talking to Nathan and Mariana this week. They're from the podcast Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo. They're my favorite people from down under. They live in Australia. They have some of the best accents you will ever hear. We just really dive right into it this episode. And I'll warn you, Mariana's not a big fan of Wendy and uh, is a little bit more Team Mia. And while I'm not Wendy's biggest fan, I'm definitely Team Wendy in this whole situation. So we go at it. And I, I appreciate that. You know, I think it's important to remember that this is just a Housewives show and that we can all have different opinions. And I hope you guys enjoy this week's podcast. I had a lot of fun recording it. As always, if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead, give it a five-star rating and leave a kind review. And if you have any constructive criticism or just want to reach out for any reason, you can find me at Mandy Slutsker on Instagram. All right, we'll take a quick break and then back with Nathan and Mariana. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. I am here with two of my favorite people. They come from a land down under. 
my God, my jokes are so bad today. Uh, Nathan and Mariana from the podcast Bravo, Bravo, Effing Bravo here today to talk about Potomac and Salt Lake. How are you guys doing? G'day, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're funny. We're doing oh, well, God. love. How are you? Okay, can you stop with the deep voice? Because that's okay. strange, man. That's effing strange. Well, we're we good, were just we're chatting offline how you guys have started. You've really made it in the podcast world because you've gotten a couple of one-star reviews from very angry listeners. So yeah. I have to ask, you know, what are people so upset about? Oh, me. It's definitely me. No one hates Nathan. <laughs> it's because I hate Wendy. Oh, you would you say hate? She does. Oh, no, I, don't. I hate the character of Wendy. I okay. think she's the new Candace and I don't enjoy her on my TV. I mean, I never I think, have enjoyed her on my TV. It all started with the, with the, with the glass toss, with the drink oh. toss on Wendy because, Marianne, I think your hot take was Wendy was provoking Mia by saying stuff about the husband. Oh, yeah, that bugs so me. So I think a lot of people online are like, she didn't start this. But no, you're saying Wendy started it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Wendy was definitely inferring something about Mia and her husband. She's like, I don't know what you and your husband do, but me and my husband, it's like, what are you trying to say about me and my relationship? And then she later did say it in the fight when mm-hmm. she was commenting about their their sexual relationship and how they they might be open to like threesomes or whatever. So first of all, she's putting that down. What if they do do that? Then you're basically judging them for that in a very negative way. But yeah, there was an inference. I was with Mayor 100% in that I know Wendy meant something and I would have been just as pissed off and gone, you meant something. What the fuck did you mean by that? And she did And you're mean from the like talk shit get hit school of thought, aren't you? <laughs> mate, mate. <laughs> I am. If you stand in front of me and go, what are you going to do? Hit me. What are you going to do? Hit me. You know what? I'm going to motherfucking hit you. Yes. If you ask me to smack you in the face, don't be surprised when I smack you in the face. So I am from the opposite school of thought. But you know what? Uh There is room in this housewives umbrella for everyone. (laughs) When someone is pressing your buttons to provoke a reaction, why are they surprised when they get one? Like go, like fuck off. Sorry, yeah. I can't deal. I can't well, we can just deal with your jump bullshit. Right in, because this, fight, oh, yes. you know, um, we're, this episode starts with a fallout from the fight, and yes. I mean, to would you at least agree that Mia is the one that brought up a topic to cause Wendy to be upset? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I, Wendy was like. Totally what are you talking getting, about? She um, was, like, not reactive until Mia kept pushing it. Like, it went over a minute before she was like, wait. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad for Wendy, like, being at that restaurant. Everyone's talking shit about her and Peter. Like, she was being alienated from the jump, mm-hmm. which was a tough place for her to be in. But. Yeah. Wendy, I have been pretty open about loving first season and then not wow. liking her the next two seasons. And I think for me, it's just because she came off one way and I thought that was who she was. And that's not who she is. She's actually someone who speaks as if she's confident, but actually isn't and is very unsure of herself. And so I just want mm-hmm. her to be a little more honest about who she is. I just think she's jealous. 
this whole boss bitch boss thing it's like first of all you're a professor you are not a boss you get a check that someone else cuts. You ain't no boss. And I think that that is her issue. She came on this show to say she thought that the world would see her and that some producer from The View would call her and say, we need you, we need you. And that didn't happen. And she's jealous. Jealous I think of she's to- who? She's or anyone what? Ugly leather pants. <laughs> she, anyone who is a boss and like it or hate it, Mia is technically a boss. She owns 15, like, franchises. I'm not saying that that wasn't a business that her partner developed and then said, cool, take over or whatever. But as is portrayed on the show, that's that's all I know is that she's, I just think Wendy's jealous. She keeps bringing up this boss, I'm a boss, I'm a boss. It's like, well, that's clearly what you want, but that's not what you is. Oh, interesting. So sit the fuck down. No, there's definitely Sorry. something about her career that she is not – um, happy about, and she's yeah. looking elsewhere, like to develop a and different businesses. But why are you developing I- a chip on your shoulder along the way? Because yeah, it's hard. I think that's what it is. I think she didn't think it would be as hard as it is, and it's bothering her, and she's taking it out on others. I just don't oh, like when God. she gets on her high horse about her education. Like, it's amazing that she's educated, like, good for you. But when she's saying, like, oh, Mia, you don't know how to read books. You probably read Dr. Seuss. I wrote a book. I said, no one's reading your book, Wendy. Like, Mm. come on. Yeah. No, I think she um, is very unkind when when it comes to those types of things. But you know what? People have been really unkind to her as well. Yeah. So are you more on... justified? What? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. How is that justified? And you I know mean, what? Don't be bagging out Dr. Seuss. I can love Dr. Seuss, okay? <laughs> and he's actually a real doctor. Actually, I have no idea if he is. I just said that. <laughs> Wendy's a real doctor. Anyone sure. who has a doctorate and has completed a PhD program is a doctor. Dr. Jill Biden is a doctor. You don't have to be no, a medical uh, doctor to be a doctor. There's please. a difference between being a medical doctor and being a I know like that, I know PhD that there's a doctor. difference, but we all know when we say real doctor, that's what we mean. <laughs> I'm not saying that someone with a PhD isn't a real doctor and doesn't deserve their props. Please. I only did undergrad. There was no way I was doing any more than that. That shit's hard. I get mm-hmm. it. But we all know what we mean when we say that. It's a colloquialism <laughs> to say that's a real. You're not a real doctor. We all it know what that It pisses me means. off, though, because I think it's it's um, trying to minimize the work uh, that people do, as if like being a medical doctor is is. I don't know. It, it's just I think w- people do it a lot with um, the president's wife, the first lady, who right. See, you know, no and idea. it really irks me. Right. Because that's cool. I just I don't know. I just don't care. I didn't, so, I didn't get one, so I don't care. <laughs> so, Nathan, are you more along the lines of Karen, who is like, listen, you guys both did wrong, and, you know, I'm not going to stand up for either of you. I just want to make sure you're both okay. Totally. And I right. feel like Karen's getting the bad rap. She can't win. She's in the worst situation, like, again, where no one's ever happy with her, but like she just wants to have a birthday dinner and not get hit by flying <laughs> wine 
<laughs> it's just like, can we not celebrate this woman's birth, please? I know. I just, um, I don't think it's straddling the fence. I think she's calling out poor behavior when she sees it. And she thinks Wendy was wrong for saying the things about Mia's husband. And she thinks Mia was wrong for physically kind of launching at her. Had security mm. not been there, I think she would have done something along the lines of Monique. Oh, yeah, probably. For sure. I she was think so if mad. Secu- if security wasn't there, I think Wendy would have sat her ass down and not done all that she did. I think Wendy was feeling brave because security was there. Because I said it last week, Mia did not grow up in, in a white picket fence house. I bet she can land a punch. So you wouldn't provoke her unless you felt confident that it wouldn't result in your bloodshed. So I, if security wasn't there, I think Mia, yes, she would have said, uh, sorry, Wendy would have said some stuff, but then she would have sat down. Oh, I, don't I don't think, think she would so. have. I don't really? think so at all. I think in general, people like Wendy, because I'm the same way, don't think violence is an option in any situation. So you're acting how you would act, not as if you would get hit. Like that's getting hit isn't a thing that happens. It shouldn't be, in my opinion. I have always said that, there is no words that you should be able to say that would lead to someone hurting you. If you don't like people, someone's words, you can walk away from them. But we're human beings. It's I know. I know people say that. Time. I think it's like, just once as you get older, um, you learn to control your emotions more. Like when you're two and three, you act out a lot in grade school, in middle school, even in high school, you're still your brain is still forming and you learn it's not okay to do certain things. But I think some people, for whatever reason, haven't taken that lesson or don't believe that to be true. So we're in a society of people where some think it's appropriate to fight in certain situations and others don't. And I'm one of the people who just doesn't think it's ever appropriate. So I would never think I could say something rude and that would lead to me getting something thrown at me. It just doesn't, I'm like, that's not how adults handle situations. I'm a walk away. I get to that point where I'm like, I want to, I want to cut a bitch. So I'm walking away. Exactly. That's, but but that that is what it means to be an adult. You get pissed. You still have the same emotions. You just take it down a notch. And you, but I interact with people who don't behave like adults every day. It's called work. Uh. So one doesn't expect. (laughs) Come on. How many times a day are you on the phone with someone for work and you hang up and you just think, that person is so lazy, I would rather them not be on the other end of the phone? Happens every day, right? Not so as you're much. Con- <laughs> oh, look, you're con- I'm constantly dealing with people where you're just like, you're just lazy. You're not, they're not adulting, right. right? Yeah. So I don't expect people to be adulting when they're mad because I don't see, you know, I see people not adulting when they're not mad. Right. They also people kind of revert back, right, um, yes. to childhood yes. stuff when they're 100%. triggered a certain way. 100%. Um, so <laughs> it seems like Robin, Giselle, and Jacqueline think Karen should have diffused the situation, yeah. which seems like a convenient way to get the blame off of Mia for acting out and blaming Karen instead for not doing something. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> It's like, why is Karen responsible to defuse the situation? They are all there as well. Is it because she's like their elder and like, why are they doing this to her? 
Because they obviously, Karen's supposed to be having this, you know, we started off the season with Karen and Mia saying they live down the road, they're great friends now. So that's might maybe why they're thinking you're her friend, you could have diffused it. Or also, oh. she's also friends with Wendy and she could have, I think she was just so shocked. Is anyone really friends with Wendy except for Candace? I think Karen. Really? I, I think, okay. yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Um, But gotta ask you guys, okay, so... It was nice to see Ashley check on Wendy and kind of put her issues with Candace to the side to be able to check on Wendy and be a friend to Wendy. Like, how do you guys see Ashley's reaction in all of this? Yeah, who would have thought this is what brings Ashley and Candace together? Who would have thought? I would never have predicted. Hypocrite. (laughs) She's a hypocrite. But, okay, so that's what's so funny to me is that they're all accusing each other of hypocrisy. So they think she's a hypocrite because she supported Monique, but she's saying, I didn't support Monique being violent. I just wanted to protect her from going to prison, potentially. Yeah. Right? She's not saying, like, I thought. I don't know. I mean, the, the judicial system in the United States, particularly against black people, is not great. And oh, it's yeah, not think it's not unheard of to have someone's children taken from them for a relatively small offense. That's fucked up. Yes, it is. And that is yeah. exactly where Ashley's mind went. Um, oh, my God. Okay, now I'm feeling sick to my stomach. Okay, fine. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought what Monique did was horrendous. And I thought the fact that she tried <laughs> to... Oh, I really did. And the fact that she tried to, like, plant seeds ahead of time to make everyone think it happened a different way than it happened. I still believe it happened how she said it happened. Uh, no. I saw the footage. <laughs> I did too. That's, this is so great. That's what I love about these shows is we can yes. all watch the exact same thing and come away with, like, vastly different takeaways. Yeah. And we, sh- we should totally. be able to disagree. Like, it's course. okay, you know? Um, but I think it's, it's a TV also show. Like, funny like, I, that um, Giselle and Robin, who were like, no violence ever. It makes us all look bad. You know, I'm raising girls mm. that will never do that. And then look at what Mia did. And they're okay with it because it's against Wendy. Okay. You can know? we just stop? What Mia did was not violent. It was aggressive, but she didn't put a hand on her. She splashed a drink in her face. I mean, what housewives uh, franchise have they not done that? It's par for the course. It's yeah, a I didn't think the drink was as bad as the like lunging at her and having security like literally almost lose her. Because she yeah, was um, again, going I don't believe so that hard. any of that would have happened if security wasn't there. You don't think Mia would have lunged after Wendy? I don't. I think that there was a confidence that security was there that would stop her. So oh, she on could... both sides. Yes. It's that oh. you can be physically aggressive, like you can puff up your chest, so to speak, when you know. Like I've seen it with girls. Like they get all like in each other's face. Nothing physical happens. Some dude comes in and says, hey, back off, back off. And all of a sudden they start like flailing their arms <laughs> towards the other person. Yeah. It's like, bitch, you knew that dude was there. You weren't going to do shit. No, I don't believe either of them would have cut a bitch. I mean, do I think that Mia could have eventually got there with the way that Wendy was pushing her buttons? Yes, but I don't think either of them would have 
gotten even verbally as aggressive as they did if security wasn't there that first time going, hey, hey, hey. And then they're like, then they got more aggressive from that point. No, I thought it was all puffery. That's why I'm like, Wendy, get over yourself because she's making it that it was bigger than it was. I guess. You bitches had a fucking argument. It wasn't that big. I think everyone there seems to have a reaction to have thought it was pretty bad. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. I've seen worse. (laughs) Right. I mean, we've all seen worse. That's what I'm saying. I think that then, like, I think that if I was in a room where someone launched the table by flipping it, which we all love, we all think that's classic, you don't think that that was quote unquote violent towards what's her name? Danielle Staub. Exactly. We all no, think it was. That, that was an iconic scene. But yeah. all of a sudden, someone flicked. How many times in, Jer- in Jersey has someone thrown a drink on someone's head, handbag, whatever? And thrown them like, in a oh, pool even. Your husband's mm-hmm. in the pool. I mean, come on. We are making a big deal about this. Sorry. Okay. okay. No one I hear got you. hit. I hear you. I, I don't <laughs> think it's anywhere near on the level of what Monique did where someone no. was really kind of hurt physically there was physical contact that's you know have your discussion in your opinion but there were no physical contact i mean okay okay nothing i I hear you i disagree but i hear you (laughs) i'm kind of with candace which is like you can't do whatever you want just because you can't use your own words it's i think people who fight um are people who don't know how to use their vocabulary to cut deep um, you're probably right. And some that people think be- that Candace cuts too deep, right? I, and that because she cuts too deep, she should be reprimanded physically. So it, it's just an interesting topic because people kind of are all over the place. What I think a lot of people agree with, maybe you're, you're not one, but is that to have one person from the cast be ostracized over it, especially the person who wasn't the initial aggressor to like begin that conversation feels nasty. It feels like they're trying to play the role of production and the executives at the network and get her not no airtime, kind of kick her off the cast. And that's not their job, right? I think Wendy well, should be at the beach. Wendy we talked about this. Mm-hmm. It seems like with Wendy leaving the house, we thought that was sort of like a production thing where they had to split them up somehow. I'm sure. So it's not really like the cast ostracizing her well at least not all of them I mean Ashley and Karen are putting in the work with Wendy which is good but like what what are the other girls meant to do like what's Giselle meant to do in this situation so I think they should everyone should have pressured Mia to allow Wendy to come to the beach party like that just seems like accepting Mia's take on that seems Mm. weird like why does she hold the power of who gets to be at this beach especially when it's Karen's birthday that's weird Yeah, I agree. You know? I mean, I, I hate Wendy, but Wendy is a cast member. She should have been at the beach. Yeah, it would have been like fun, Karen, you know. They Karen were having invited a good time. Her. We saw the scene of Karen inviting her. We saw the scene of Karen telling Mia she's inviting her. And Mia said, fine, I won't go. Well, then that's your that's up to you, sweetheart. Yeah. She On the flip invited. side, I prefer seeing Wendy go off with Candace for the recording session because if that was just Candace on her own, I would have been so bored. But at mm. least with Wendy there, we got like it it made the episode more interesting. Yeah, I I thought that was actually such a fun scene. I normally haven't liked Wendy this season, like how she's been behaving. It's been irking me. 
I thought this week she was so much lighter and more fun despite being, you know, hurt by what happened. When she joked with Ashley at the beginning of the episode about Mia being lucky that she didn't have her straight wig on. Yeah, because oh, so funny. She, she had her curly hair, so her, you know, the water hitting it didn't um, mess everything up. I thought that was hilarious. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of what we want to see out of Wendy. We want her to be a little lighter. Totally. I think all of our shows could be a little bit lighter sometimes. Like, yeah. especially like Salt Lake. Oh, which, we'll oh my God. <laughs> we need that to be lighter for sure. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Let's see how you guys feel about friendship um, roles. So, this is something that seems there's a lot of correlation, I think, between Potomac and Salt Lake over the last week. Um, both with Jen Shah and Mia having these ideas about what friendship means that, in my opinion, are very elementary. It's like what you learn a friend is when you're three years old, as opposed mm. to what a friend is when you're 50. And they believe that ride or die is ride or die, and you don't call out your friend's poor behavior, is is basically yeah. what Mia has said. And Jen Shah, according to, <laughs> according to Heather says, you know, she follows a different set of friendship rules. It's either ride or die loyalty or I will burn you alive. So (laughs) (laughs) where do you guys stand in terms of like what it means to be a friend? I don't want to be friends with someone who will burn me alive. (laughs) I do not want to be a friend with Jen Shaw. No. Well, she's going to have lots of friends soon. (laughs) So sad. Oh, no, you know what's sad? That she doesn't have to go to jail for Christmas. That's what's sad. Yeah. Well, she'll be in jail for the next 11 to 14 Christmases. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Because she's not getting out on good behavior. If there's one thing I know in life, it's no. sad. <laughs> oh, no. She probably will. Fuck, <laughs> Teresa did. But Okay. Teresa can rein it in. I don't know yeah. if Jen can rein it in. There's yeah, a difference there, true. which is shocking. True. Unless she does come back and she's all namaste and zen jen, we'll see. Yeah. No, I'm with you guys. Like, sorry, you're not real friends if I have to pretend that, you know, you could murder someone but I'll still, you know, ride for you. That's not how she works. Yeah, I like that idea in abstract. Like if someone said to me like, yes. oh, I've got your back if you kill someone to help bury the body. I'm like, oh, great, thanks. But like in reality, no, yeah. <laughs> that's no. Ne- never going to happen. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're an accomplice to murder. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm not helping anyone I'll dig up a hole. I can't use a shovel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, unless you're paying for my flights to some non-extradition country, you're on your own, bitch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's so yeah, interesting so. to see Mia just go after Karen so hard. It's like, you didn't have my back. You didn't do this. And then at the end of the episode, when Karen tries to talk to her and she's like, uh, Karen says loyalty is doing what you want them to do, even if you're wrong. And it's crazy. Like you want to control people. You want us to ask you for permission to bring Wendy. You want us to ask you for permission to go visit Wendy it, yeah. You know, it, you're trying to control everything. And then the thing that I thought was the most telling and very foreshadowing was as soon as Karen left, Jacqueline goes, so uh, you guys are done? Like, you aren't friends anymore? Like, yeah, as, if, as if one argument can end a friendship. 
because yeah, that's weird. I think that's what Mia has done her whole life. Yeah, probably. She but it's has also a lot like of new friends. Karen's also letting you fight your own battles. You know, like if Karen had spoken up at that dinner, it's just like Mia can talk for herself. I mean, she can't mm. obviously, but like <laughs> in that situation, yeah. like if if it's my friend, I'd be like, well, you know, they can speak up for themselves. It's not really my job to be their mouthpiece. No, the friend is there and like whatever her name, Jacqueline, is that her name? I just called her Bestie. Like Bestie did the right thing, which is let Mia handle it herself and then at some point go, okay, we're done, we're going. That's what the friend does, pulls you out of the situation before it goes too far. Like, yeah, get, get Mia out before she snaps off her nails. Right. That's it. <laughs> the rest that's of it. them. Like I'm not going to sit. My friend wouldn't want me to sit there and fight their battle for them, but they would when they leave, they would want me to go with them. And I, you know, to make sure I'm okay. So, yeah, Mia's just, um, and then what, I mean, have you been following her on social media and how she keeps popping in and out saying, oh, I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore or whatever. And then she'll come and she's like, to apologize, kind of, but doesn't say exactly what for. Mm. You know, it's so bizarre. Her behavior to me is so strange. It's she's just an enigma like i cannot figure her out i mean i'm not a mia stan or anything i just hey wendy like i think <laughs> so you're like giselle and robin <laughs> i'm like okay so can we talk about robin yes i until this season robin annoyed me it was annoying to see her on my tv knowing that she was getting like at least a four hundred thousand dollar a year check for doing nothing and then this season Robin is now my MVP. What the hell, Robin? Where's this Robin been? She's fantastic. TMZ. Loved it. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I've always liked Robin. I like basically everyone on this show. That's what why I like this show so much, even if they don't like each other. Like, I like Giselle and I like Karen. I don't oh, like yeah. having to choose. And so for me... I can call out when I think their behavior is crappy, which I thought Robin pulling out the phone was antagonizing. Like it was, it was adding a little bit more gasoline on the fire, you know, but maybe, maybe she was like, I want to get footage of this because I don't trust production to show it that's, the way it happened. And that's what I think. And, and I also can they can refer well. to it the next moment, not right. five months later. Right. I think I it was awesome. I understood. But the way she did it, and I guess she said she didn't know her um, flashlight or whatever was on, but it, it was like, can you imagine was getting choice. a blinding yeah. light in your face after? Yeah. Like, someone it would threw stir a drink you up a bit. You? Yeah. It's, it definitely didn't um, calm the situation any. I kind of wanted, okay. I think Robin wanted Wendy to snap. That's what I think. Oh, I think she probably did. Yeah. I think they yeah, all probably. did, sort of. No, I thought it was fucking great. I need more of it. It was brilliant TV. And this season, I'm obs- Robin's. See, she's like bringing, everyone's saying Robin's like a, the this season pot stirrer. I'm like, she's not doing Elisa Rinna, stirring the pot with like nothing. Like she's, everything she's doing is making sense. It's great TV. It makes sense. She, there's a logic to her arguments, which is why I think Robin should do it more because she's actually kind of good at it. Like whenever she's getting across her point to something, it there's it always follows through. Her argument in my mind follows through 
Whereas some of the others, I'll say something it's like, that was out of left field and it makes no fucking sense. So yeah, I'm really enjoying Robin this season. She can she can get she can get a contract for next season now. She's finally <laughs> showing up to work. So thank you. Here's what I always want to know from people who have strong feelings towards some of the cast and don't like the other cat parts of the cast. Do you want Wendy to be off the show completely? She grinds my gears. Yeah, I I think her character on the show is completely unnecessary. Okay, we got Candace. We don't need Candace two point Okay, really don't. What is she? What does if she wasn't there? What's missing? I mean, for me, I always enjoy the immigrant story. I feel like we haven't gotten as much of it since the first season. So I would like to see more of her mom and because she acts completely different around her mother. And I feel like you get to know she's like afraid. I guess they're all afraid of their moms. (laughs) They're all a little bit like have issues, but. I don't know. I, I I at first was really excited to see someone who is professionally accomplished also be, like show that they can be on a show like this. I loved it when Dr. Tiffany Moon was on Dallas. That was oh, like her her. peak me for too. me. So I was kind of hoping that she could fill that role. Um, she doesn't. But I don't know if she does. Yeah, because I don't we think don't she's as her... sure of herself as Dr. Moon yeah, was. She, she yeah, she pivoted really quickly into candles. And it's like... Yeah. Like, she's the candle lady. Well, she's the one-week candle lady. Like, she's, like... One week. I don't see her being a professor. I see her, like, like saying how fucking busy she is, but then she has time to sit down and write in, like, an ideas journal. Like, come on. How busy are you? <laughs> Who has time to write in a feckin' journal and call themselves busy? Calm down. She does have three kids, which I think is hard. That's. I think that's crazy, too. But I just... I don't know. I think... <laughs> I think she's going on and on about how busy she is, but I don't see her doing anything except having bullshit meetings about wanting to open a bar fake storyline and wanting a candle line sort of fake storyline. She kind of walked herself into that one and had to keep going. I just, I don't believe anything she says. I think she's fake, fake, fake. I mean, that's, that's fair. I, I, I can see that. You kind of agree, but not necessarily that forcefully. I think that yeah. kind of is almost along the lines of what you're saying is she sold us one personality season one yes. and she sold us another personality season two. And now I, in the third season, I like she's authenticity. Selling us another per- and I, she's so, selling us another personality. Right. Like, I'm done. I just want to know who she is and can she just show us who she is? And if she's saying, oh, I'm the same person the whole time, well, you're not really showing us what's going on in your head. And she had this interview with Carlos King where she explained, you know, my whole life I've done things for my mom and my parents. And I went to law school. I actually failed out. Then there was this whole family meeting about like, well, what do I do next? And I got a PhD. And so I don't think most people realize what it's like to live with an immigrant parent who has such high expectations of you. It's very similar to Dr. Moon, how she was constantly trying to appease her mother and achieve all of these things. But why not talk about it that way and say, I've done all these things to kind of live her dream that she didn't get in this country, but I'm not sure if it's my dream. Instead, well, then tell us she that. Can't. Exactly. That's what I have been saying. Then it's I might so... actually like you because you're being a human being. Right. Right. I don't like the, these pretend Wendy's. I don't like them. They're yeah, great. And when that's not you either. Like, Ugh. none of it is you. Who are you? 
you know? Honestly, it's season three. I just, I've lost interest. Mm-hmm. I've lost interest. Now she's trying to be mini Candace. I have but lost interest. There is a lot of storyline around her, so, you know? Yeah. Ugh. That's where I feel like she's integral. Yeah, okay, fine. You can keep her. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, any now, kind can of- you tell that why I'm getting one-star reviews? <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I mean, these are just our thoughts on housewives. And I think, I hope people are able to take a deep breath. And it's okay if there are people who disagree with you. Mariana and I disagree with each other. That's fine. Like, you know, I mean, people just fun get so me. worked up. It's fun for me, too. I'm so interested in hearing, like, or hearing how you are processing what we saw in the last few episodes because you process it so differently than I do and I find that fascinating. Me too, hon. Which is why I like having this podcast and talking to people, you know, who think differently. Like, that's that's okay. Um, I do feel like Wendy has been mistreated even if I don't like her the most and so I want to see her treated like the rest of the cast. I don't want to see her ostracized. And I don't think it's fair, especially for screen time, to try yeah. and like push out one person. I don't like when they do it on other shows. And I don't like when mm. they're doing it on Potomac. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I can't stand Wendy, but she should have been at the beach. She's right. on the show. Yeah. Like, let's stop pretending that the cast have a feckin' say. They don't. Girl should have been on the beach. Also, can Mia kick people out of that place? I'd be like, well, okay, I'm joining Wendy in a nice hotel rather than this like yes. crappy plastic house. Sure, I can't wait to be no air out of conditioning. That house. I'm sorry, I don't want to hear your pee above my head. I'm going in the Four Seasons. <laughs> the pee. Yay. I forgot about that flushing the toilet. Can you imagine? You're like, Pee-pee. I was sold on this luxury villa. And then now, anytime someone, (laughs) it's not on the beach, anytime (laughs) someone above you flushes the toilet, you hear, like, not just the flush, but the subsequent, like, running of the sewage. This is what I'm saying. Are you sitting there going, like, are they playing a game? Was it pee? Was it poo? Like, come on. Gross. (laughs) Get me the hell out of there. I'd rather sleep on the couch, mate. Gross. Oh, my God. Oh, I've got the goosebumps. So funny. Okay. Should we head over to Salt Lake slash San Diego? Yes. (laughs) Sunny San Diego. So when you guys see these domestic U.S. travel, what, I mean, what, what are your thoughts? We get depressed. You get depressed. It's not just me. These are my thoughts. (laughs) What the pluck? Surely there's a gorgeous resort somewhere in the U.S. instead of these shithole places we're going. Yes, there, there are. Why can't they go to one of those? I have no what idea. about in Beverly Hills when they went to that massive 45,000-bedroom place? Where was that? In Ojai? Remember in Beverly Hills? Was, was it Ojai? It was like, it looked like a, a winery a, kind of area. And... It looked like a log cabin, but like a mansion log cabin that had like 23 oh. bedrooms or whatever. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure they were in the States when they went there. Or maybe it was Mexico. No, I'm pretty sure it was the States. I can't remember. But it was yeah, huge. I think that place was gorge. I really wish they went to Hawaii or Puerto yes. Rico. Uh-huh. Or, oh my god, Puerto Rico would be so good, right? Why can't they go to Puerto Rico? It's in the United States. This but is I, what we're I, saying. Okay, so I'm wondering 
if not only can Genshaw not leave the U.S., but maybe they have sort of a radius around Salt Lake of where Must she can be. go. No, because she has to ask permission every time she wants to leave right. the state, right? Right. But if it's something that's like San Diego isn't as far from Salt Lake City as like Hawaii is, I right? Mean, how much further is it? I have no idea. She goes to New York, right, for trials? Is that where her trial is? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, she yeah, goes to New is. York for that, but that's for that. That's not for... Yeah. Right, not for travel. I no. have a feeling that when she went to BravoCon, she didn't get permission. <laughs> I really do think that, because I, I can't imagine them granting that. Well, she's obviously <laughs> knows she's going to jail, as you said, for 11 to 14 years. So at this point, I can she imagine knows, someone like... But she I can imagine know. Jen's brain would be like, oh, fuck it. Do you reckon she, that she's she's like compartmentalized so much that she's not cognizant of or has a mental awareness of what's I actually going to happen? I think she's so manipulative that she mm-hmm. can, will can convince you that she's not going to jail. So do you think she's convinced herself or she thinks she still has the ability yeah, to convince I think someone so. else? She can convince herself that anything that happened didn't happen or is untrue. Like, yeah. it, for example, she went to BravoCon. She wasn't invited to be there. She mm. crashed a party with Tamara Judge and Teddy Mellencamp. Tamara came out and said she wasn't invited and this is all the, the shit she said. Yeah, and yeah. then Jen Shaw was like, Tamara's lying. Tamara was uh-huh. not lying. Like Tamara doesn't lie. Have you noticed that? Like, yeah. She might have a, have a skewed opinion, but she's like, I'm not lying. So it's her, um, and I understand that, you know, we all say your truth, my truth, the truth, no, whatever. Jen but Shaw as far as, has her own oh, yeah. version of truth, which is all false. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a compulsive liar. Oh, yeah. Um, there's um, definitely some mental health issues there. Like, well, she needs think... to go to prison so yeah, that yeah. we can get a good trip. So let's move <laughs> this date forward. Let's get this trial happening so we can get our gals somewhere tropical. I know, I know. So there's no, not going to be any trial anymore because she pled guilty. So it's just oh, sentencing. Let's and wrap they, it they up. keep moving it because she keeps asking for it to be delayed a few weeks at a time. And they keep granting yeah. it. I know. And now Who do I need to call? I'm going to call someone. Do you know when her say, next trial date is? Yeah, when? it's isn't January it, um, 6th. Yeah, uh, Orthodox oh, Christmas, man. <laughs> Orthodox Christmas. That's what I said the last oh, it's like, also when, when I heard. The anniversary of the insurrection of the Capitol, which was like maybe oh. not a big deal to everyone, but to people oh, who no, lived in DC, it was a it's horrifying huge. experience. Sorry, sorry, so. I forgot that. I've got yeah, I've still got Christmas on the brain. Oh no, so it makes me, sense. You're all... not you're not in the US and you don't have to keep hearing about the oh. January sixth committee. <laughs> it was terrifying to watch. Yeah, I saw some of the people on my street. Wow. That's scary. Mm-hmm. It what is. The and they had hell? a T-shirt. One of them said six million will, um, was not enough. <gasps> oh, boy. oh, my God. Yeah. And I'm Jewish and had family that died in the Holocaust. So, mm. oh, my. OK. Can we not like have me cry because I don't have alcohol near me? Yeah. Like, oh, it's it how is bad. that person not in jail? How is that person not in jail? Because it's like free that should be. Is that not a leak? That's. I'll say, yeah, I'm thinking of like France where you like it's illegal to make anti Semitic comments. Or like Germany in public. Where you can't say things mm. like that because it happened there. Yeah. No, I mean, you look at Kanye West and what he's saying oh, and all the he platforms to, he's being given. Can we please just take him to like a facility where he can get. 
can Drake just end this for us? <laughs> right. Can we have oh, the most yeah. famous black Jew get up yeah. and just yeah. shut him up for good? Yeah. I mean, is it his responsibility, though? Just like it was Karen's responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, Do you guys, what did you think of that scene with Jen Shah in the bathroom with her antidepressants? Do you feel like they're trying to sell us a certain narrative or that she's trying to sell us a narrative? Uh, that narrative looks like she's got a drug problem, mate. That was a shit ton of bottles. <laughs> I'm on meds. You have one packet. One packet. You get one packet at a time. But Why maybe she, got- she has like cholesterol meds and other, I don't know. That's a shit ton of meds, mate. I know. Welcome to America. There's a Lisa Rinna Ziploc bag over there. <laughs> I know. Like, at least when hers I were to- in the correct bottle. <laughs> like, when I go to get my meds, if I say, hey, can I have a double box? Because when I sometimes I run out and I'm like, shit, I've run out and I might miss a day. Like they look at you and like up and down, like, oh, should we trust you to give you two boxes? It's like, mate, like it's 10 milligrams of Lexapro. Like calm down. No, man, maybe it's I different. do think the, the scene did seem very staged, the way the oh, bottles yeah. were lined up in that drawer. <laughs> right. So I can imagine it is her trying to manipulate us through production. Sure. Yeah. like, would But we it was also a bummer. Would we expect her to have, like, a neat draw like that either? I don't expect no. like a You know, so that- like the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, like, pillbox. <laughs> yeah. I would expect her drawers to just be full of shit, right? Uh, well, I mean, she keeps moving from house to house, so she has to be yeah. somewhat organized. <laughs> She's got a go bag packed. <laughs> right? A yeah. Well, didn't Sad. she have staff at, the la- or at all the other moves? I don't, I don't understand, Jensha. I really don't get how... Like, who's financing her life? Because I keep going back well, to BravoCon. I guess her friends. She brought a therapist and a jeweler with her to, to BravoCon. Bravo yeah, but she was And a lawyer. These were, these were thirsty birds yeah. who wanted, who thought it would be fun and get publicity for themselves. These are hangers-on. These aren't, this isn't a support network. They're hangers-on. Speaking of hangers-on, Angie H. was not invited on this trip. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, her face at that brunch member. slash breakfast slash lunch was so funny how her face dropped being like, oh, there's a trip. <laughs> um, yeah. I wasn't cast for the trip. <laughs> First of all, it's not a brunch when you're having a sandwich, okay? Is it a brunch when you're having oh. a sandwich? I think it's just the time of day and whether or not it's the weekend. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, I always just think brunch is like breakfast food after 10 o'clock. Uh, Isn't that brunch? Sometimes or they is, serve lunch food with the breakfast food if people like. Oh, that's weird. Don't even be eating spaghetti in front of me when I'm having eggs. That's just <laughs> strange, man. That's, no, I can't cope. I'm um, so, okay. Jen is letting Meredith invite Dana along because it's Ramadan. <laughs> Mm. Like, yes. What are you trying to sell us, Jen Shaw? Because I I can't. What, okay, this is what's really upsetting that we have not had many Muslim housewives. Uh, mm. We've had some on Dubai, but not on the American shows. And then the first Muslim housewife is Jen Shaw, and she's just like the way she's showcasing it is. If I were Muslim, I would be very upset by it and i'm sure people who are watching who you know are muslim are like oh god you know you you (laughs) talk about ramadan and what it means 
and then you go and you behave the way that you do. And it's we just, all get upset when we identify with someone being right. part of our culture or our faith. Mm-hmm. Like Joanna Jenkins comes from where my people come from. Where do your people Canada. come from? Oh, like Bosnia and Croatia. So like oh, so Joanna Jenkins d- is yeah. Bosnian and I'm like, oh, great. She rep- Like she doesn't represent my people. She represents herself. Like, yeah. Don't I get know. me wrong. I know. I do cringe at it. When she talks about it, I do cringe. I can't help but have a reaction like that. But at the same time, I'm not going to be mad at her. She doesn't represent anything but herself. It's so interesting, though. We all do this. Like, I don't like when someone is Jewish and behaves poorly, right? I feel like it looks bad. And then you've got Michelle Obama, who says, it's okay for the white women to fight, but I don't want to watch the black women fight on my shows because they infer that we're all like that. And I was like, we all do this. Yeah. yeah, I give gay people on TV a pass. Like, I was watching that American <laughs> Crime Story. You know that yeah. that gay guy that killed Versace. I was like, you know yeah. what? Oh, Andrew He's gay. Cunanan. I give him a pass. I said, Andrew Cunanan, I get it. You get any, it. Any 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 terrible gay person, I'm like, you know what? Let him be. Just- <laughs> Instead of taking it on as as something bad for me to think about, I'm it's like, not you know your problem. It's, you do it's you somebody boo. else's you issue. Do you boo? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to remind myself, hey, she doesn't represent me. She represents herself. And if I was on the TV, I would not represent any of my potential people well because I'm just me. Like, So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's fair to put that on one individual ever. I agree. I think we take it on as members of like more minority groups, you know, yeah. where yeah. we're like, there's not many of us and a lot yeah. of people haven't met someone like us. So sure. when they see someone, that's like what they think of. I agree. I, mean, I totally look agree. Look at our Australian representation on these shows. Michael Darby. Oh. Like, do you think I don't oh. wake up every day wishing there wasn't someone better than Michael Darby yes. on American TV to represent 100%. us? 100%. Why is it? Like, there was, and there was the other guy from New York, the other crazy ranger. Simon. Simon Van Kempen. I oh, mean, come on. I loved and him. First of all, why are all the, why are all the Aussies on Housewives freaking rangers? Like most of us don't look like that, people. Is Michael Darby a ranger or was he? Yeah, he was he a was? ranger for sure. Oh, come on. Look at that pale, pale skin. 40 years ago, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, now he has like the, what do you call those, the liver spots? Bless. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, come like This is, oh, I couldn't laugh any of the most fucked up representations of Australians, honestly. Okay. I think I think you guys probably have the worst representation on Housewives. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And and I mean, I'm not helping the cause either. So it's all good. We all stars. represent ourselves. <laughs> um, okay, so they get to San Diego and they're going through the house, and Angie K sort of takes over as running the show. Like it was supposed to be her, but mainly Jen Shaw's trip. But now she's taking them you know, best room. She's telling everyone where they can stay. She's kind of like oddly running the show. And it's, I don't know, part of me was like, she doesn't even go here. You know? Yes, (laughs) I agree. Agreed. Do you think? I was the opposite. I'm like, she's a star. Let her on the show. Like get rid of the other Angie's or the other Dana's, the other and then's and just Angie K. She's giving me everything. Well, like this it was, was an episode because of her. Yeah. I think it was actually she, from what the information they're giving us, so I didn't do my own research, I got the impression when she said it's her friend's house. So it's like, well, if I'm going to say, hey, you all can stay at my mate's house, 
Yeah, I'm getting the best room. It's my mate's house. And chances are it's that's the bed my mate sleeps in when they're in this house. So I'll be sleeping in that bed, not any of you crazies. So I get it. I I still feel like there's politics with the rooms and she should have thought that through a little bit. So you yeah, rookie error. Rookie, yeah, yeah rookie. it was a rookie error. Like she could have been like, Jen and I are getting this room. But then maybe Jen would be like, I don't want to share it. Oh, of course she would. Nah, I, I would probably have said, look, I get it's your trip and you should have the best room, but this is my mate's house and they wanted me to stay in their room. So that's where I'm staying. Yeah. Lied. Said, say that. If you Do say you that, who think, can argue? So on Watch What Happens Live, Heather said that the kind of energy in the room needed to be shifted. And so when Jen Shaw poured the champagne on Angie Kay, that was like a, trying to shift the energy in the room and... I don't know. I, I disagree. A dingbat. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah. I like Heather, but the way she crawls up Jen's ass and defends every single mm. thing she does, it's like, no. Agreed. You can't say that's an energy shift. Like, it's, yeah. well, not for the better. It made it worse. I mean, didn't they also yeah. ask her on Watch What Happens Live, like, does she have a line with Jen that, you know, a line of un- where she would hit unacceptable behavior? And she said, yeah, yeah, I do. I just haven't found it yet. It's like, yeah, that's the whole point, love. That's the whole point. Like, <sighs> if you haven't found it yet, you'll never find it. She, like her superpower, she should be known as the enabler. She is such an yeah. enabler. Poor Heather. I feel sorry for Heather. Like does she ever get to do what she wants with her enabling behavior? I don't I, think so. I'm starting to think that she's much more manipulative than we gave her credit for the last two Mm. seasons. I'm starting to feel like she is sort of trying to set up certain scenes. She's trying to make certain people look a certain way. And then now she's kind of caught in a couple of lies saying she doesn't remember things. And yeah, I, I think she's messing up. She's not a she's not a pro like Lisa Vanderpump or yes. you know, who else is like such a good manipulative pro? Well, I mean Like Bethany Frankel is a oh god, yes. very she's, manipulative. She's, you know, oh, like she I was think the best she's, at it. I loved her for it. <laughs> I think I don't think she's as happy go lucky, ah shucks, look at me oh, god, as no. But I thought she was like that because she was so yeah. consistent, except for at the reunions. And then I started mm. thinking, mm-hmm. is she just putting on a show? And then the reunions is like what her real personality is. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think she's as I'm calculated sure. as that. I don't think I don't think she's as calculated as that. I think things like that do pop in her head, but I don't think she's she's as good at playing chess. Like she's not going to be able to like do move after move after move. I think she might have an idea and sort of maybe say or manipulate something to see what happens, but there's no follow through with it. I don't think she's that clever. What do you think, Nathan? I think, yeah, she's, she is showing herself. We'll have to put a pin in that one and see what happens. But like when she said, Oh, I have either forgotten or chosen to forget. And it's like, well, if you've chosen to forget, you should remember that you've made that choice at least. So (laughs) there's holes appearing. I think, I think there's holes appearing in, in her and who she's kind of, kind of crafted herself to be. Mm. Um, For sure. Okay. And then I really think this was a breakout episode for Angie K. I agree with you, Nathan. When she said, mm. 
you know, like, are you a respected woman? You know, it's like, well, I'm a respected woman. It's like, are you? And she's like, why can't you keep a relationship with anyone? And then she's like, the Oof. last thing I want is the SDNY coming to rip up this necklace off my neck. Like, classic. That yeah. was such a good line. Yeah, but why'd she take the fucking necklace? Because Who back then she it? was friends with her. What, two days ago? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It so all changed. You're, you're <laughs> it all to, changed. You're happy That's to what they take, say about San Diego. Things change there. <laughs> you're happy to take goods from, like, illicit gain when it suits you, and then when it doesn't suit you, you're going to throw it in her face? You knew she didn't pay for that necklace with her own actual money, and you took it, and then you're going to throw it back in her face? No, that was a prick move. I don't think it was a, as great a line as she thinks. I think it was a prick line to say. Like, and have the balls to not say you can't have relationships. That has got nothing to do with why Jen Shah doesn't have a good reputation and you know it. Say, what do you mean you got a good reputation? You're going to jail, bitch. That's it. That's the line. That MC. is the line. But I think even she's afraid to cross that line. You know who's not, though, is Dana. Yeah. I believe oh, yeah. there is something in Dana that myself as a viewer has been waiting for someone to finally have the guts yeah. to call Jen on her shit. But she keeps getting silenced by Heather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Heather is That's the preemptively <laughs> shushing her up. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. What yeah, do you think I is going to happen? I don't think Dana is going to stay silent even though Heather is trying to silence her. Agreed. So that was the whole Oprah thing with Meghan Markle. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited, by the way, for the Meghan and Harry <gasps> documentary. The Netflix thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it for sure. I wasn't until I saw the trailer and, and I, yeah, they suckered me in. No, I'm I'm fully in and I don't give a shit about the royals, but. Obviously, I love them. <laughs> I, love, like, I love the whole thing. I love the whole pomp. I, I love all that stuff. Prince Harry, so I. I'm partial <gasps> to him. You met oh, Prince Harry? Yeah. Why are we fucking talking about housewives? <laughs> it was a while ago. It was in uh, 2016 at the International AIDS Conference. I was in a green room with him and like six other people. Was <gasps> he gorgeous? In he real was. Life? And he was yeah, really tall. I, he- I hear that he has such presence that he that's was beautiful. Why. I never yeah. thought he was attractive prior to that. Yeah, um, I've heard that. And he was like serious and thoughtful. But I was like less focused on him because Elton John was there and I was like losing my oh. shit over that. Yeah. So <laughs> oh my God. who else was in this room? Maybe? It was just the two of them and then these um, oh my uh, God. youth advocates for HIV and I was staffing yep. one of them. Right. Oh. And so that's kind of why I was there. But it was like, you know, a long period of time to kind of be around someone that famous, you know, just you really yeah. are a fly on the wall in the room. Wow, you know. Elton John and Prince Harry. I have I pictures just, I, okay, on my phone it. of the you, of youth course. advocate and them. I was like, oh I wasn't going to get a picture with myself because, like, I wanted to be professional. Yeah, um, what a shame! What a no. shame! I bet you regret <laughs> I would have that. Asked for a selfie. If dumbass. I had to, sh- if I had to do it though, I would have. It would have been Elton John, like in a heartbeat over yeah. Prince yeah. Harry. Yeah. Mm, no, I'd rather Prince Harry than Elton. Elton has done so much though with his foundation. I'm like a obsessed with him and his husband and what they've done yeah no i'm talking about for selfish reasons i oh. just yeah, yeah. <laughs> i probably would have just been stoked with a little snap of his crutch i'd be i'd be fine with that i think you'd get arrested yeah i don't well, know you know, um, i wouldn't be asking him to take his pants off i'd be doing a sly little below the waist <laughs> 
snap and see what I got. I would have not Check out the royal jewels. Oh, oh, we've man. all seen that photo. Come on. Wait, what photo? The photo of him. He's like, um, he was out. He was in Africa somewhere, and he pulled. I had to pull over the side of the road to like go and do a whiz. And as he's coming back and doing up his pants, you see like the outline. Oh, it was delicious. I, I did care. not see that. Don't, don't try to tell <laughs> Wait, me it's photoshopped. I don't want to believe you. <laughs> I don't know, bitch, but I it was, was in Africa delicious. when this happened. Oh, really? It was gorge. He'd literally come back from the side of the road, like doing up his pants. And I don't know if there was a breeze or because it was just, you know, like when the clothing is pushed towards the person. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was a huge outline. Nathan like, is talking, shaking his head. I'm, I'm just like, you've got like full vivid memory of this. So you're like describing it in do. vivid detail. Of course I do. It was a special day when I saw that photo. <laughs> it was a very special day. I'll oh never forget. Well, I'm never I'm excited forget. for the documentary. I um, had never thought much of the Royals, except for I know my mom used to really like Diana. Oh, I'm obsessed with the whole thing. Bitch, yeah. I got a tea towel from the Royal Wedding. Like I'm up. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I'm a nana. I'm obsessed with that shit. <laughs> well, you are from I'm a Commonwealth a- country, so yeah, I'm into it. So wait, does the is the king King Charles now on your money? Mm, it's gonna be. Mm, it's not gonna yet. happen. It's gonna happen. I'll just be ignoring it. That's okay. We got a day All of off for the funeral, just... which was great. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, you got a day off for the funeral? Yeah. Well, a, public a day, holiday. Yeah, yeah, we have, but it's not going to be every year, which is a shame. We love a public holiday in this country. I know. We're obsessed well, because she doesn't die every year. <laughs> I wish. Care? Let's commemorate. <laughs> Let's have a remembrance day. Oh my God. It it's okay. Great. All of our money is like former slave owners. So, yeah. Ew. And it's all the same color. That's fucking strange, man. How yeah, I wish it was apart? different you have colors. To look at them. Yeah, you do. It's and so is yours still annoying. paper or is it plastic? It's paper. Like, so if it gets wet, that's it. She's over Red Rover. Mm, that's stupid. I usually like try and let it dry out a little. Ours is plastic, mate. If, if, it, if it gets caught in the dryer, it comes out the same as it went in. It's great. Oh, yeah. No. No. That's not how our money is. There's that's a lot of things done. that could be improved on the American experience, but we don't need to go through all of them. <laughs> no. No, no. no. Um, okay. Any sort of final thoughts? I guess, did you take anything from what Meredith said at the very end of the episode where she seemed to sort of be setting up something for the future? Like Jen seems like she's numbing herself and she's in a bad mental place. Like it was so bizarre to end with that to me. Well, we sort of, we had talked about this the other day. We sort of compared it to um, Erica on the boat. You know how she sort of unraveled. I'm getting the same vibes with Jen based off of the previews for next week. And so maybe Meredith's hinting at something like that with, which is what Garcelle was trying to say. Like it's along the same lines, but Mm -hmm. I think the CEO of fun should not be passing down judgments on a fun trip like that though. Yeah. Meredith. CEO of fun. You're not doing your job. Would you consider her a boss bitch, Mariana? (laughs) Meredith? (laughs) Yes. I mean, she can call herself a boss bitch. I'm cool with that. You own a business, you're a boss. Being That's a boss true. just means that you, um, you're back to cleaning the toilets, mate. That's <laughs> what people don't tell you about having your own business. Right. Unless, it's not easy. Unless you're going to pay someone to do everything, guess whose job it is to do everything? It sucks. Yeah. It's not as fun as it looks. Oh, that's for sure. And, you know, they only show us the fun stuff on these shows, but... 
I would not be the one wanting to package embellish hats <laughs> for no my way. own uh, for my own uh, dining room. Um, oh, no way. Lord. <laughs> Tell everyone where they can find you. This It's always so fun talking to you guys. And I do appreciate you guys making the time zone situation work. So that's yeah, so good. Yeah, I know. So, I almost forgot. I was almost in the spa with the bees. So I was love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're Bravo, Bravo, Epping Bravo. You can up on your podcast app of choice. And you can check us out at Epping Bravo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can oh. leave us one star reviews if you so wish. <laughs> <laughs> guys go give them five star reviews they are hilarious and fantastic and we should all be able to converse without throwing hands about the housewives i mean at the end of the day like they're people on a tv show that get paid a feck ton of money to do what they do like it's not that serious mate i think right. wendy will sleep fine at night even if you hate her mariana i think i think she'll be as fine. if as if wendy gives two fucks what i think of her like honestly <laughs> Who cares? Oh, my gosh. Did you guys see that her mom and Mia got into it on Instagram? <gasps> go go look fuck? at it. It's something else. I, it's, Wendy's it's mom rough. and Mia go Wendy's at mom, it. like, shredded Mia to bits verbally so on Instagram. And I, I would have just ignored it. Sorry, that's someone's mom. As much as, like, if just say Wendy's mom was being a see you next Tuesday. Yeah. You don't, like, sorry, that's someone's mom. I, I know, wouldn't, but I wouldn't respond. Mia. I wouldn't. Me went back and, no, and I wouldn't. it went back and forth. It was really rough. And um, someone's, of course, someone's going to go hard for their kid. Like yeah. of, out of all the whole this, we were talking about, you know, what, what's the definition of ride or die. That's, that's someone's baby girl. Like there's, of course uh, she's yeah. going to. There's also like, like other weird racial and uh, whatever situation, like because Mia is genetically Nigerian. Right. Okay. Um, and Wendy and her mom are from Nigeria. Her mom's from Nigeria. Right. Yeah. Like, I guess Mia was like claiming Nigerian heritage, which she has. And yeah. um, it was kind of like, you're not Nigerian. You like don't know oh. anything. You know, it, it's, it's like also kind of well, tough. Well, then if she's going to say stuff like that, then yeah. clearly leave it alone. Right. I, like, I mean, that's you know how I, mean? I am about everything. Like, you can say something terrible and I will just <laughs> See, not, ignore it. No, res- no response is actually a response. Right. So I don't think there's anything wrong with going, you know what? I'm not giving you any more airtime. Take it away yourself. Yeah. Because someone who rants about someone else's behavior eventually in that rant is going to say something stupid. So let them, you know, let them deal with that themselves. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, if I was mayor, I wouldn't have said shit. Because then you can always like feign the high ground and go. Yeah, but I didn't respond because she's your mama. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, we'll see when Wendy's mum listens to this podcast. I know. So <laughs> <laughs> she's coming oh, for you, Mariana. I think That's you know. Fine. Mia, I, I'll probably respond with like clap emoji. Right, Mia just doesn't. She can be baited so easily. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like yeah, yeah. I hope she's able to work on that so that she can get through life easier because. It must suck to get upset that much. I think she would be very all the hurt. Time. Yeah, if yeah. you if you're gonna be that angry, it's because you're very very hurt by right. it. Right. probably just wants a cuddle. Well, she probably has a cuddle or with, a pussy pop or <laughs> probably has rejection <laughs> issues and it hurts. Yeah, 
I don't know. There's a lot going on with her. So yeah. Hey, look, I'm not. I'm not trying to say like I'm a Mia stand. I'm no, not. no. It's I can't look like, away. I mean, yeah. No, I can't, I can't look, look away, away when either. she's on the screen. I'm like, oh no, what is she doing next? Yeah, true that. I mean, toss a salad or something. <laughs> Like she did last season. That was fucking hilarious. Lettuce leaves. See, stop. Don't throw it. See, that's the thing. She threw lettuce. We were cool. It was throwing wine and we weren't. So she should just go back to throwing lettuce. Well, the food hadn't arrived yet. That was the problem. Uh, I see. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You guys are amazing. I love having you on the podcast and we will have to chat soon. Yeah. Thanks, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. Bye. 